Today on Empowering Workplaces, we are chatting with Zoe Peterson-Ward, Chief Customer Officer at WorkHuman, about the season of giving and how to support your employees in the holiday season. Welcome to Empowering Workplaces, a show for everyone who wants to make work better and more fulfilling. We are your hosts, culture designer Maddie Grant and organizational psychologist Sonia Lucina. Join us in today's awesome conversation. Welcome, Zoe. It is so lovely to have you on with us. I am a huge fan of your work. I'm a huge fan of what Work Human stands for. I think recognizing employees, rewarding those social connections, it is just something that's so incredibly valuable in the workplace. And I think it's an area where you meet few organizations that say it's not important. Most of them, if not all, believe that it is. However, there's still a lot of discussion about how do we do it? How do we approach it? How do we approach it given our current situation? So our time with you today, without a doubt, will be so valuable to our listeners because even in getting to know you and understanding some of your insights and your approach, I just I know that um, our listeners are going to walk away with a lot of really good ideas going into 2024 and just thinking about maybe some new fresh ways to approach recognition and, and rewards. Without further ado, however, I would love for you to tell us a little bit more about yourself, about your work, where you come from. Um, like Maddie says, it's a it's a bit of a free-for-all, however <laughs> much you're comfortable sharing and telling us about your story. We'd love to hear it. So oh, welcome. Sonia. Thank you. And thank you, Maddie, for having me. It's such a pleasure for having just the opportunity to sit down and talk about things that are so importantly critical to the workplace and something I'm very passionate about. Um, I've been here at WorkHuman for just a year. Um, I was so encouraged to actually find out about WorkHuman uh, over a year ago. I, I am not from the HR space originally. I come from a background of consulting and high tech started my career back in the day before Accenture was Accenture when they were Anderson yeah. Consulting, cut my teeth on a lot of process organization and change management type of work for many enterprise clients, mostly in the telecom space. I took uh, a, a leap out of that um, after becoming a partner so that I could focus on my family for a little bit and had the opportunity to get back into the workplace. I worked in IT at WebMD, very small company, um, also mm. just a very aggressive, a lot of work that was happening there. And then uh, worked, went back into the telecom communications field, working with Avaya, doing a lot of change management and process and sales operations work. That's where I found out about Salesforce and had the opportunity to jump over and work with an exceptional company who was just at the cusp of really exploding from a growth perspective. So gave me an opportunity to rise to the challenge of learning how to lead an organization through a very aggressive pace of change. And then when I was starting to, you know, think about what I wanted to do next in my journey, it just was so happenstance that I got a call from a recruiter and they told me about WorkHuman. And I looked at the, just the mission of this organization to help make work more human. And it was just something all of a sudden that I felt like I had to find out more about this mission. 
you know, my role here in the organization is to help our clients not just uh, do well with the solutions that they are uh, working with us on, but, you know, we want to make sure that they're actually achieving the business results within their organizations. When they decide to implement a recognition program, so many things have to go right. You have to be able to communicate. You need the right stakeholders. You need to make sure that your program is set up for for success. And it's not just once and done. It's a continual caring and feeding of those programs to make sure that your employees understand what what it means to be recognized, that managers understand that they have a permission to recognize. And so it's a that's a lot of work to implement. But once it's set up and once people begin to use it and the culture begins to establish around it, it is an it's a marvelous magical thing to hear our clients, some of our clients come to us and talk to us about how they're so excited that the program has really become a fabric of their day-to-day operation. They see the results in the employee's engagement. They see that the, there's a stronger connection to their company's culture. It's just a, a, a just a wonderful gift to be able to hear that a solution and a program like what we can offer to our clients can actually be so successful within the organization. So I'm just super privileged to have this opportunity to lead a team of professionals to help many organizations in this space. And it was fun for me to leap into this team because I hadn't been in this space. And one of the things that I get really excited about is to be able to wake up every day, learning something new, learning new language, learning and getting connected with a whole new, you know, team of people and a set of stakeholders that uh, I get to I get to build new relationships with. So it's been a really exciting journey for me. Thank you for asking. That's awesome. And I will say Zoe and I met um, back in April at the Work Human Conference. Um, and I remember you were brand new. You'd only been there a, a couple of weeks, or, I think, or something like months, that. months, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so it's just, it's great to see that, you know, now it's been a year and things are going really well. Um, and I think for me, I actually, what I love about Work Human specifically and, and the things you were saying is actually how it's about operationalizing some of these cultural aspects and they have a direct relationship to business results. So, you know, if we circle back around to our topic around the season of giving, like it's not just, oh, it's, you know, the end of the year, it's the holidays, it's it's a nice thing to do. There's a way more to it, right? <laughs> oh, there absolutely is. I mean, we know that from, we do a lot of research throughout the year and we absolutely did a, re, you know, set of research uh, efforts just around this whole season of giving. And we know from talking to employees, there, there's an overwhelming sense of, of camaraderie and sense of gratefulness already, you know, untapped within the organization. And the, the, I think the, the question at hand that so many organizations are faced with is, what do I do with this? How do I actually reward my employees or, or recognize my employees in a way that's going to be meaningful and I also want this to be something that's not just going to be, you know, over in a flash, in a, in a flash something yeah. that is lasting. And it's, that's what's important. Um, there's, there's a lot to be said for um, your season of giving campaign or your, your approach to season of giving really shouldn't be done in a vacuum. It shouldn't be done just as a one-off thing. Um, what most 
organizations are doing is that they are looking across the board from a compensation perspective and thinking about what are the what are the tools in the toolbox that we want to execute throughout the year. And absolutely, the season of giving should be just one aspect because your organization is made up of so many diverse people. You know, this season mm-hmm. of giving um, season tends to hit the hit the the message for just a portion of your organization. There's many countries, many religions, many people that don't necessarily relate to the holiday season that happens. This tends to be a very Western um, thing in America. You know, the the Thanksgiving holiday is is very limited (laughs) for many global organizations. Um, So it's important that organizations are thinking about this in a way that um, rewards everybody, gives everybody an equal opportunity to be recognized for the contributions. Now, it is true for many organizations, they do operate in an organ, in a calendar year, fiscal year. So in this case, for those organizations, yes, this time of year is a big deal because so many people's contributions to the company, um, so many, so many plans are actually wrapping up at this moment in time. Mm -hmm. If they have a Q4 goal or a year-end goal, this tends to be a really big point for many individual contributors, for many managers, for the company as a whole. So there's a lot riding on this. Well, there's also a lot of stress that comes with that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're a salesperson and you still have to reach your quota, there's a lot that you're thinking about right yeah. now. <laughs> so, um, so even though there's a very broad sweeping um, uh, sentiment of gratitude um, across the organization, there's also a lot of stress. So it's really important that organizations are thinking about how do I capitalize on this on this opportunity where so many people are feeling this moment of gratitude and wanting to thank and and recognize the people around them, but do it in a way that's also going to potentially reduce stress and make people feel connected in a way that propels them to want to contribute, not just until December 31st, but well into the next year. And so thinking about how to um, recognize people, it's not just one thing like, hey, thanks for everything you did this year. You know, what most individuals gravitate to, what they, what they appreciate about the recognition that they receive is that it is genuine and that it is tied, it really exemplifies the, the details. It shows that you really see them and and the contributions that they made and how those contributions have netted or tied back to either your values or the the goals that your overarching organization has set for the whole company. It's really important to get that connectedness. And if you don't do that, then you're missing a great opportunity because the whole spirit of recognition is to help build that culture within your organization. The more people that yeah. feel connected to the organization, the more they're going to be engaged, the more that it, it's a, the flywheel that helps to create that pathway for employees to contribute in a way that that uh, creates high performance within the organization. So thinking about how you want to um, enable your organization to appreciate the contributions of people is really important at this moment in time. But I don't want to overstress that because I think it's important that the se- this season of giving has to be just one component of your overarching compensation and recognition program strategy across the board. So mm-hmm. it should be it shouldn't be done in a vacuum. 
Well, and that's what I loved, you know, what you were saying about operationalizing and really tying it into your culture. So I always think about, you know, the daily behaviors and now our season of after New Year's and people hitting the gym and okay, great. That's a great start, but that will make you healthy if you only go in January, February, and then start the trail off. And I, you know, and I think that there's something, um, even around for many people this time of year where giving appreciation is, is almost like more expected. Like there's this more positive sentiment, but, oh, do we need it all throughout the year? Like all of us have, you know, different life cycles and different things that are happening and to feel seen and to feel heard and that you are valued. There's no date on that. There's no expiration on that. There is no expiration. And it, and the reality is, is that we know from the years of doing these kinds of programs across our customers or clients that, that the, there is a, there's an absolute need for frequency. If, yeah. if an individual only gets that recognition one time of year, they're not feeling appreciated, super, super acknowledged throughout the year. That that really has a drain on engagement. We in, conversely, we know that if if an individual receives at least six or eight recognition moments throughout the year, that has a dramatic impact on their con- feeling of connectedness to the company. So yeah. you know, our sweet spot is you know between six and eight, we have some companies that are reaching far north of that with their Mm -hmm. with their um, programs. And uh, that there is definitely something to be said, just and it's not just the big moments, the the important importance of a recognition program is that you're recognizing even the small things, you know, like we think Mm -hmm. about it, what it takes to instill behavior for an individual, Mm -hmm. if it's something that you've never tried before, it might be, you know, a sales prospect, uh, you know, you're working on an opportunity, it might take six months to close, you don't want to have to wait six months to tell that person that they're doing a good job, you want to recognize them for in the moment, they just had a really successful call with the customer, or, mm-hmm. you know, they they worked on a, a really great value proposition for a customer, and you want to make sure that 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 individual understands the things that they're getting right along the way, that will mm-hmm. lead them to the, the very successful major milestone. And that's what reinforces high performance. And so in order to do that, people need to be um, willing to, to take the time out to recognize their colleagues or their, pe- or their people on their team for those small micro moments, just as important as the big major ones. And what do you see some ways of, um, as you're talking, I think about creating these rituals and creating these habits. And so some things that maybe we're not completely innate to an organization, but clearly important because it has to be important to invest in it. I know organizations um, have a different level of ability to make an, maybe a monetary investment in it right now, or maybe especially at this time of year, they're thinking about 2024 and what do we do? And we believe that it's important for us to build a culture of recognition, to reward that behavior. What would be some ways, and I, I always give like real life personal examples that have nothing to do with the workplace because it, it helps me <laughs> like think about some things concretely. So for example, I do yoga every morning. Um, I try to do it every weekday for 30 minutes. And I've been asked like, oh, Sonia, but what about like high intensity workout? What about, listen, people, <laughs> it just, it can't be a part of my ritual right now, but I'm very proud of myself for doing this yoga. And so I think, you know, organizations, much like humans, sometimes we can do a whole lot, 
Um, and sometimes we'd rather just, you know, do something and have a starting point rather than doing nothing at all. And so if you're thinking about our audience and that there's going to be different people, right? There's going to be people from large global organizations that are thinking, ah, Zoe, I love everything you're saying and we're all in and we want to invest in a big program. Or you may have somebody that's a little smaller that's saying, oh, our budgets for next year are not looking so good, but oh, this is so important to us. So we can't, we can't afford to do nothing. We want to do something for sure. our people. If you think about that spectrum going from, you know, that entry point to all in, what would be some pieces of advice you'd have for organizations that are in these different areas? And absolutely. You know, one of the things that we've learned along the way is the program design and, and what you set those award levels at is so very important. And I have an entire team of consultants that have, all of the, the specific details, but to give a little bit of guidance, it's really important that you don't just have a couple really big dollar levels within your reward program. It's important to have some smaller um, reward options so that one, people will use them because if they're too big, uh, some, some peers might not feel comfortable um, using those dollar amounts, but if they're also too small, then even having multiple recognition moments, you know, if, if it's, you know, a very small dollar amount won't really amount to anything that's going to be meaningful for the individual. So we strongly encourage companies to think carefully and we have some very structured guidelines on what, what those look like. You know, it might be the smallest award might be a $25 award. Um, anything smaller than that might be a little bit, you know, might not give you the same results that that you would like to see in the overarching, you know, program. Um, but you should have um, smaller award levels. They should be tied to the values within the organization that you are trying to um, incentivize to. So, you know, your whatever your company's cultures are, um, what values are, things like being customer obsessed. Um, being, you know, having a, a sense of urgency, whatever those things are, um, those elements of the of your values need to be part of that. So that as people are are thinking about how do I recognize good performance, it should be tied to the company's culture, and it should be, you know, set up in a in a program structure that will show up for the employee in a in a meaningful way and it's tied to the co actual contributions it's it's really important for an organization to have um, those smaller award levels as I mentioned it's important to recognize for those small things the fact that you're doing yoga is a really important thing you've taken that first step on your journey to to well-being and so we want to recognize you for that and if you decide to go for that for the high intensity thing that might actually you know, afford, uh, you know, a neck, the next le level up if it's a sustainable practice. But, you know, you got to, you do absolutely need to think about the structure and, and we reinforce the importance of allowing your program to have smaller, more frequent awards, smaller award level, more frequent awards. That's where you're going to get the bigger impact across your organization that will generate that sense of, uh, of um, belonging but also uh, reinforce for the individual the little things that they're doing that are helping to, uh, to promote the right outcomes for your organization. I would actually love to dig into that a little bit more because you must have some clients that you've worked with whose um, bonus structures, for example, were completely independent or divorced from this idea of smaller rewards related to culture right? Where like 
performance bonuses are strictly like a salary related thing, you know, and how have you had to, or have you seen kind of an argument being made to convince maybe some skeptical, you know, senior VPs about the value of doing this differently? Certainly. And I would say that the recognition program is one tool in the compensation bucket. So many organizations that have these kinds of programs also still have bonus programs. They, they run alongside because there are different motivators and different incentives, you know, that you need to in order to, you know, bring, yeah, so bring the right talent. Right. Yeah. Um, but so there's a there's a time and purpose for for each one of those things. But it is really important that you think about the recognition program as being, you know, a, a really strategic part of your overarching compensation strategy. Um, when people only focus in on the bonus, or that's the biggest part of the company's investment in payroll, then it it minimizes the impact that that recognition program will have in totality yeah. across the organization. We would advocate, we would, you know, love to see, um, you know, organizations, our, our CEO has written several books about the, the idea that organizations that invest between one and 4% have the big of, of their payroll into a recognition program will see the biggest benefits across the organization. That's the mind shift that we're hoping to instill across the, um, the organizations that we do business with, because we think that there's a lot of value and we can prove that value when we tie information about the impact of the recognition program to things like your employee engagement survey, to your attrition information. And so we can actually show the value of those investments over time. And, you know, that helps to really beat down the the uh the, the skeptics yeah uh, impression so on, on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely so uh that's our that's our ambition so i have a slightly different question around so there's there's rewards to the individual but then there's also this idea of rewards given to the individual that they would pass on to maybe an external nonprofit or a, a different individual? Have you, what have you seen in terms of, you know, those kinds of nuances? Again, I, I think that it, those things could be very beneficial, especially in the season of giving many companies uh, will opt to, you know, send a, send a, uh, a gift in appreciation for work done that gives that individual the ability to uh, spend it on a charity. And it, that can be very yeah. rewarding and fulfilling for the individual. Um, I, I have a, a story which a colleague who's, who works for an employer who has a program where um, they have the option, they get a, you know, a reward at, at the end of the year, but it's only one award based on performance. And then they, they have the option to make a very small charitable donation, or they can have a tree planted in their, on, in their name. Um, and that, that is the only option that they have for, you know, this spirit of thanks. And I know that it had, had not been uh, received extremely well, but the, um, <laughs> because it's one's one and done, right? There, there right. needs to be a, I think a, a combination of, of opportunities for people to feel that, that sense of connectedness and really appreciation by the company. Um, but, but the charitable giving option is, is a very 
um, noble cause and, and helps to reinforce the, the importance of, of giving and the connectedness and in the spirit of giving back. And um, that's great. And I think that that, that can be uh, very successful for organizations. But at the end of the day, it's a, it's a feel good in the moment and not sure that it will have that material impact on the, on the employees feeling of being you know, connected over time to that company's culture. Hmm. Yeah, it's an interesting, I mean, there's so many layers to the onion, right? It, it re <laughs> there really the are. <laughs> what are, what's one of the, um, I don't know if it's like data points or events or for some of your clients that become clients for the first time, like what I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to find, I don't know if it's like tipping point, but like that decision point when they decide to like, really go in and invest in a program. And I'm guessing more than likely, maybe they were doing something small, something manual. Uh, but when they say like, that we really want this to be a part of our total rewards, we really want this to be a part of our culture. And the reason I'm asking that again, I think a lot of our listeners are listeners because they want to create empowering workplaces because they want to create these really positive cultures. And a lot of times they have to make an argument to somebody mm -hmm. else to get that extra budget. And so if I'm putting myself in their shoes where they're like, yes, so like, this sounds amazing. What's the best way for me to make sure. this ask? And you mentioned a lot of data. Yeah. So I'm just wondering if you have some suggestions. Along, Absolutely. Along well, one of the things that is a, a great, uh, one of the reasons I joined Work Human, and not just because of the company, but when I found out the level of expertise that we have within our organization, our consulting practice, who has years and years of experience across many domains in the HR space. Um, we we are very proud of the work that we have done over the years to to articulate the ROI that so many companies are getting when they invest and set up a program that is successful, where you have a high nominator reach and you have a high giver reach. We can show real data points that demonstrate the uplift on attrition or retention, I should say, um, the uplift on retention and cost and employee engagement. And um, we have established an ROI calculator and we have helped many organizations for both those, those individuals that are trying to get the you know, first time budget approved or if they're looking to expand the budget, we can help our clients um, put together the math and the storyline to help them take that case to whomever within the organization, whether it's the CHRO or it's the CFO, so that they can get the support that they need in order to actually make that case. And so we would love that opportunity to, uh, to do that if there's a listener that's looking for some support. We'd love to help you. Yeah. And I'm thinking too, like we've had a lot of conversations about return to the office and just hybrid work and work for like, and all the different changes organizations are going through. So I'm just wondering also for some organizations that maybe have limited ability to keep that flexibility in the future, um, you know, for whatever reason, business reasons that they may have to draw back. I know in a lot of the survey work that we've done, Generally, individuals are not thrilled about that. Like they're no. like, you know, ah, oh, give me. So that could be another point of consideration if you know leadership believes, hey, for reasons X, Y, Z, we need to be back in the office for a certain amount of time. That that's maybe another opportunity to offset. Absolutely, um, it's something else to give to them. Another lever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Another lever. Exactly. Another incentivized 
you know, opportunity to uh, to show them and to reward when people are coming into the office for um, for for special events or just, you know, as part of their normal routine, you know, reinforcing the 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 event with some recognition is a really helpful tool. Yeah. I mean, now is a really good time, in my opinion, to start thinking about that, too, because we've had so many ups and downs over the last couple of years. I think, you know, last year we were talking about the great resignation mm. and then we flew mm. into this year and there was a lot of layoffs. And I think if the pendulum continues to swing, I think for organizations to think about, to your point, um, increasing retention and how do we keep our best people, that that's definitely something that both keeps the best people, but also motivates and encourages that breast performance while you're there. So it's really a win-win. It, it really is. And, and, and employee rewards and recognition is still in the top five contributing factors on why an employee chooses to stay with an organization. So it is a really helpful tool for, for folks to use as they're considering like what are the strategies that they want to employ. Um, so I strongly encourage if anybody is interested in learning more, like we'd love to be able to uh, to share what we what we can what we know in our yeah. in our all of our uh, research. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, unlike you, I've been in the world of HR tech my entire career, goodness. And I'm thinking back in the day when I was a career builder, we were doing um, surveys of applicants and always asking them, what was the reason you applied for a position? And pay was always number one. So when organizations would say, nobody cares about pay, I was like, mm -mm, I have millions of data points that you know say otherwise. And we've done some research recently. Now that we're having this conversation, I'll have to dig it up and send you a few data points in case they're very useful to you. But um, both from a recognition and rewards from an organization, but then inner team dynamics and recognition and giving credit for work. And it's always just so important to people. I feel like no matter who you ask and how you ask, and we talked a little bit about diversity, it, it doesn't matter the background. People really want to be appreciated by those that you know surround them. So I feel like no matter how you slice the data, <laughs> it'll be hard to find argument otherwise. Absolutely true. And, and one of the folks that's on my team, Jen Reimert, who runs our consulting practice, used to be um, a professional for a company before she came to work human, uh, making decisions around compensation. And emphatically, over and over again, she would say that the the rewards program, this recognition program, was the number one thing that she was absolutely certain would give re results back. And it was the least expensive option for her in that set of tools that she had around compensation. Mm -hmm. So it is really um, can be a no brainer. And yeah. so there's a lot of evidence to support that. Love it. Well, I think as usual, we are just about running out of time. Um, Zoe, do you have a just a final thought that you want to leave our listeners with as we kind of close out our conversation? You know, I'll, just to reinforce the importance that so so many organizations are are you know saying that they want to build a strong culture, and there are so many employees when surveyed said say that you know the their feeling of connectedness is is really driven by feeling seen and feeling heard and you know i just have to reinforce as an individual myself you know it really means a lot to have that 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 ability to know that you are part of an organization where your peers are openly recognizing you and thanking you for the contributions that you're making not just during the season of giving but you know all throughout the year and so if there's, uh, if there's one thing that I can leave our listeners with, it is just 
thinking through how you could employ, employ, you know, a program of this nature to really drive your culture going forward. Love it. Thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. It's uh, such, such a fun opportunity. Thank you, both Sonia and Maddie. Thank you so much.